Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Desert Eagle, Desert Eagle. I got one in the whip. If I see Darren Wilson, empty the whole clip. 12 shots, 12 shots. Four from behind. Now that pitch is dead. Until the end of time. Trayvon, Eric Garner. Innocent Mike Brown. Rest in peace forever. Jonan got a frown. You're gonna be remembered. Memories last forever. Think someone missed Joe? Nah, never. Dick Cheney, Mitt Romney. All money you salute. See them on the streets of Canada. Niggas gonna shoot. All money, all money. Bodies on the floor. Mitt Romney, Dick Cheney. Now you motherfuckers poor. Like Waka Flago, I go hard in the paint. Hit your mom with my dick and I choke her till she faint. Oh, hell, Michelle. Barack Obama saved our country from despair. Conservative drama. Mike Brown, you my boy. Love you in the streets. Hands up, don't shoot. Tell them pigs in the feet. Al Sharpton on the mic. He chilling on the beach. That shit with Mayor Romney was a motherfucking reach. Eric Garner, rest in peace. New York City mourns your loss. We celebrate, remember gold teeth, we gone floss. Jonan, you a faggot. You a racist in your week. Eric Garner, New York legend. We all screaming, I can't breathe. T.I. Grand Hustle, young group my homie Nick. Extend it to your dome and your head gone leak. Former years of Obama. It's what we all need. Snoring coke in the Oval Office. Smoking on that weed. You bow to his feet. He the motherfucking king. Like my nigga Rick Ross eating lemon pepper wings. Say you hate gay pride? You got something to hide? Your face is fucking ugly. Need to wash it with some tie. You a fag. You a fag. Mid Ronnie son tag. Slit your fucking throat. Put your head in a bag. We miss you Trayvon. And we'll never forget. A day George Zimmerman will one day regret. When he's on the wrong block. He's a motherfucking cheat. Gun control. One day be laying in the street. You hate on young thug, you hate on young quan cause they got stacks of money or you gotta save them bonds. Cooking up the rock, 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 we love you. We love you, Brett. We love you. Thank you. It's Rob Black. It's the Rob Black Show. We are live. We are live. We are live. That's what we are right now. We are live. Now listen, if you're under the age of 18, don't listen to this show. It's not for you. If you're over the 18 and you're easily triggered and... You're fucking woke and all sorts of other bullshit. Don't listen to this show. If you're down for adult conversation, maybe a few hijinks, then this is the show for you. We'll do a five-second countdown so all the people that will be offended can log off. If you're one of my stalkers, welcome you're a little you're a little scary, but welcome stalker. And uh we'll go. And five, four, three, two, one. All right, we are live. Listen, I wanna make something obviously. Obviously. Maybe it's not obviously. Maybe it's not obvious at all. If I call you and ask you to work for me and you don't want to work for me, 
I don't give a fuck. I don't care. If I call you up and say, hey, how you doing? Sex PW, Rob Black. I'd like you to work for me. Would you like to work? Mm, no, I'm busy. No, I don't think working for you would be the best thing in my career. No, I don't want to work for you for whatever reason. Or they don't have to have a reason. I don't care. For every person that I've asked that has said no, there are people that have asked to work for us. And I've either said no, or I fucking ignored them. Listen, if we're not friends on Facebook or Instagram, or just some type of passing acquaintances, and you hit me up and ask for work, Chances are, I'm going to ignore you. Now, there might be a shot that I investigate and see if you're a good worker or at least you're as good as our shittiest worker. And then I'll go, where do they live? What will they cost me? And can I do anything with them? So, asking somebody to work for me and them not wanting to work does not upset me. I don't give a shit. And just like typical Rob Black hater, stalker bullshit, that seems to be extrapolated from last night's shoot. And I use the word shoot because that seems to be the hip cool thing. The shoot. The Atticus Coger shoot. That wasn't a fucking shoot. Rob's mad because someone didn't want to work for him. That's what you extrapolated out of that long fucking story last night? See, that's the type of shit that just sends me... That's the type of shit that just, like... And I don't even want to say it, like, sends me off the fucking deep end... But it it makes me lose faith that people that are supposed to be quote-unquote smart are not very smart. For people to actually listen 
to the hour and a half last night and go, well, Rob's mad because Atticus didn't want to work for him. And that wasn't what the story was. That wasn't what the story was. And I think I said it more than, I don't know, five different ways. If when I talked to Atticus, Jordan, and Jordan said, Hey man, sounds like a cool idea, but I pass. End of story. If the alleged rapist, Mike, not so fat Mike, would have said, Rob, that's a hard no. We want Jordan against Alex Cologne at a later date. I am the final decision. That is it. I'm sorry we can't do business. We must go our separate ways. Goodbye. That would have been it. End of story. I could have moved on with my life. Everybody could have moved on with their lives. And life goes on. But that wasn't the conversation. That wasn't how the scenario went. Again, since we're shooting, because shooting is the cool thing to do now. When somebody tells me after an hour conversation, hey, I'm going to talk to my partners, I'm going to talk to Jordan, we're going to have a conversation and I'll get back to you tonight or tomorrow with a verdict. No, 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 don't worry, don't worry, it's all good. And then... I not only get jerked off for three, four, five, six, seven days, but then I'm used for an angle with Diane D'Amato and ICW. And I'm not supposed to be upset. I'm not supposed to go, hmm. That was kind of fucked up. I'm supposed to, I guess, sit back, bend over, open my asshole up, and let everybody in Jersey or in L.A. fuck it. And forget the lube, but dry fuck it. And obviously, that's the way people in Jersey have been doing business in the wrestling world and Los Angeles because people get fucked and nobody says anything. And they bend over and say, 
Can you fuck me some more? Oh, that was nice. Can you fuck me some more? That was nice. So there's like one or two or three people that just continue to fuck everybody. And then, of course, when you lash out, they play the victim. But imagine that. Imagine, you listen last night for an hour and a half, and what you get out of that fucking hour and a half conversation is Rob's mad at Atticus because he didn't want to work for him. Which is not the case. Again, to rehash the story, I had a conversation with Jordan. Me and Jordan talked for about a half hour. Jordan said, oh, I really like it. It's really cool, but you got to talk to Mike. Because, you know, everything has to go through Mike. But I really, really like it. And as long as we could still work together and we could do what we're going to do with Schlack and my brother, I don't see why we couldn't do it. But you got to talk to Mike. Okay, Jordan, I'll call Mike later. Jordan didn't say, hey, Rob, yeah, I can't work for you because I'm going to Danny D'Amato's building to do this worked shoot to set up a match in Chicago in two weeks. So I, I can't do that. No, he went, got to talk to Mike. And then I called Mike, and Mike said, Oh, but we really want that match. You know, one other piece of funny info I I left out. So, while me and Mike were going back and forth with it, he said, why don't you use Eric? And I go, what do you mean, use Eric? And he goes... Why don't you use Eric Ryan? He's never wrestled Alex. And you've used him for your shows. I go, he's already working for Danny. I go, he's working Danny. And he goes, he is? I go, yeah, he's... Isn't he your guy? Don't you control Eric Ryan too? And you don't know he's fucking working? Not only for ICW, but he's actually working tomato. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, have him then come over after his match with Danny. And have him get in the car and then drive over to your show. I go, are you fucking retarded, bro? I go, you gotta be out of your fucking mind. Oh, I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to come up on... I go, dude, it's Atticus or nothing. It's either yes or no. I got partners. 
Let me talk. So, again, if fuckface would have said no, or the next day called me up, or gave me a fucking text message, since everybody is a pussy bitch, and I'll repeat that, a pussy bitch texter, pick up the phone. And go, hey, bro, what's up? But since this is 2023, and in 2023, there are all sorts of different ways to communicate with people. So you don't have to pick up the phone. Some people text, some people email. And who are you to choose how somebody wants to communicate? Well, if I'm going to cuss somebody out, or I'm going to fire somebody, or I'm going to deliver them bad news, or hell, good news, I'm going to pick up the phone. And I'm going to hear that person's voice. Anything else is pussy shit. In this aspect, I would have took a text. Hey, Rob. How you doing? Listen, talk to my partners. Talk with Atticus. It's a no-go. We really want this cologne match for Circle Six. No problem. I hope this doesn't fuck with our friendship going forward, but it's just business. Oh, Mike, that really sucks, but okay, at least I got this off my plate going into my fucking wedding, thanks, but no, I got jerked off to only then be used in an angle for Danny D'Amato. Which, I knew the fucking angle. Eric told us, I'm going to wear the XPW Uncle... And I just thought, that's really lame, but okay. We even talked about it on this show. We even talked about it on the show. And I don't remember who chimed in, but somebody chimed in with, it's funny. They all hate you. They all talk shit about you. They all say you're bad for business, but yet they use you in an angle to create business. They use you in an angle to get a spot over. But, okay, no problem. And... I had no ill will against Eric. And obviously, on California, Eric worked the show. I put him in a good spot. And he still works for D'Amato. Matter of fact, if you think about it, he worked against us. 
So a guy that I paid money to and flew out to California then worked against me and the boys in New Jersey. But I still didn't have a fucking problem. My problem is with Jordan and Mike. That's it. Now, of course, the problem goes down to Eric and Bev and anybody who's associated with Circle Six. Unfortunately, Alice, who did a great job. She even drove. I mean, I paid for gas. But she drove all that way. But now going forward, anybody that's associated with Mike, the lying piece of shit, garbage human being, will not work for me. End of story. And I told Schlack that today. I told Schlack. I said, Schlack. I go, fuck them. He goes, but you have Eric booked for the upcoming shows. I go, well, they're going to be unbooked. Fuck you up for me. It's business. Anybody associated with Mike from Circle Six is done. That's all. So, again, I don't have a problem with people working for other people. I don't have a problem for any of the boys not wanting to work for me. I don't give a fuck. But don't fucking lie to me and then use me in a fucking skit to get something over with another company. That's it. I don't think I'm asking for a lot. I really don't think I'm asking for a lot. Pretty simple. Pretty simple. I don't think I'm asking for a lot. So, I had to put this out there again because it seems to have gotten lost on a grip of other people. I don't care. And obviously I didn't care because I was still booking Eric Ryan, who is still working for D'Amato and fucking Circle Jerk and whoever else out there. End of story. That's it. So when I was sitting there talking with Schleck, I said, Schleck, I said, I, I get it. You like Jordan. 
I go, but he's fucking, he, he's, he's, he's working you. I go, he's going to be in Chicago. He, well, he's not there yet. I go, okay, but there, well, how about this? Here. Again, remember. Okay? Remember. All right, are you ready? Remember. Atticus Coger, Jordan, came out there. He didn't plan on coming out there. It just happened. It was an organic thing. He snuck in the building. And he shot on Danny D'Amato. And called Danny D'Amato all sorts of names. Talked about how he takes care of, uh, takes advantage of all the boys, right? Fucks him over. Fucks him over for pay. Fucks him over with all the useless merchandise that he makes them sign, right? Right? Do we do do we have to go and find the speech and play it? Okay. Now, after he cut the promo about how Danny D'Amato takes advantage. He then left and then Eric Ryan wrestled Danny D'Amato. And like I said yesterday, and I said it today to Schlack, and a few other people that I talked to privately, if this wasn't a work, you cut the promo, Eric Ryan... Gives Danny D'Amato the middle finger. The Bev comes out. Gives Danny D'Amato the middle finger. And I forgot. Otis. Was working the show. Jordan's fucking brother. Would have come out. And given Danny D'Amato the middle finger. And they all. Would have then left together and left Danny holding his fucking dick in his hand. Right? I'm Jordan Coger. I'm the leader. You, Danny D'Amato, are a bad, bad man. You take advantage of all the boys. You're mean to all the boys. Enough is enough. You take advantage of them with their merch. And you go and gamble. And you're a bad, bad person. Okay, I know. You're going to stand there and just stare at me while I continue to run you down. And now... I'm going to leave. And then the guys that I represent are still going to fucking work the show. 
Are you fucking retarded? It was a work! And then, and then here's what's even funnier. ICW. Chattanooga. No holds barred 49. Dr. Redacted versus The Bev. The Bev? Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Hold on. (laughs) Wait a minute. Wasn't The Bev? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Isn't The Bev part of the 440H? Isn't The Bev... Part of the Atticus faction that then said, Danny D'Amato, you're a bad guy. You're an evil man. You're a piece of shit. You take advantage of us. Oh. And the Bev is booked to wrestle Dr. Redacted on July 1st. Oh yeah, it's a great. That's that's a great. Then that's a fucking. Woo! Yeah, baby. Yeah. Yeah. That sure is a fucking shoot, all right. <laughs> that Atticus, he's a he's a he's a revolutionary. Oh my god. Man, he's brilliant. Did you see him shoot on Danny? Oh, my God. Yeah, okay. And now, what's everybody going to say when uh, all of these guys are in Chicago? What's everybody going to say that? Seriously, what's everybody going to say then? Oh, that's a, that's a work. That's, that's a... But nope, that's a shoot. Well, wait a minute. It started out as a as a shoot, but then you know they figured, oh, people are really buying it, so now we'll make it a now we'll make it a, a work, and then we'll okay, sure, yeah. Henceforth, these guys are so fucking gutless that they can't even say hey man can't work we got prior commitment sorry oh okay and trust me you'll see you'll see more people that are part of the Upcoming ICW shows that are part of the We're mad at you, Danny. We're mad at you, 
You're taking advantage of all of us. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Now. Let's get a little bit more. Of a backstory. Okay. Now. Let me explain something to you. Okay. Let me explain something to you. I met Mike. And I'm going to tell you. Just how skeevy. This motherfucker is. Alright. And. How manipulative. So, when I first got back into the business, I hit up Kleinrock. And me and Kleinrock were talking. And I said, you know, I have nobody on the ground In L.A. I go, I, I, I don't even know where to fucking begin. I go, you know, our people that are supposed to be our people are all but either jaded or dead or because the wrestling business it's so easy to do now, especially in the deathmatch world. You can get any fucking to drool to smash a light bulb over his fucking head. And now they're a deathmatch wrestler. You get five, six, seven of them. You got yourself a fucking company. So there's no paying dues. There's no. There's just no giving a fuck. Who cares? You don't have to go to school. I mean, there's just nothing. So, having people that are hungry is far and few between. And especially in the deathmatch world. In the non-deathmatch world, there's still a little element... Of people who are willing to pay their dues. Because in the non-deathmatch world. It's a lot harder. To break in. At any type. Of level. That gets you noticed. But in the deathmatch world. Fuck. As long as you're a bleeder. As long as you're a bleeder. And you're willing. To do the most outlandish shit. You got a spot. You got a spot. You got a spot. And there's a whole group. I re- Listen... The kid that runs 
um, uh, what's it? The King King Road, Mike. I remember he told me once he just loves the guys that bleed. Like he doesn't give a shit about spots. He doesn't give a shit about you know the wrestling aspect, gory, bloody, fucking. He loves that. Doesn't matter. And he admits it. Like, I'm not, like, divulging any secret, like, you know, oh, my God, I can't believe Rob's saying that. He admitted it. He's like, I, I, lo- I love it. I love it. I love the blood. I love the, the gore. I love. So, <laughs> you can get anybody. Some fucking, you know, fucking look like they just arrived from the bus station and smash them in the face with gusset plates, with fucking bleed buckets, and they're in. And because in the deathmatch world, you need fresh bleeders. Then it don't fucking matter. So I said, Kevin, man, you know, I don't, I don't know what to do. He goes, you know, there's this kid called MDK Mike. I go, what? He goes, MDK Mike. They used to call him not so fat Mike. You know, like Fat Mike from No FX. But not so fat, Mike. I go, uh, okay, sure. Whatever, <laughs> whatever. I was never into no effects. I was more, I was into, you know, Blink-182. I, I was, I was the bubblegum punk. Green Day, bubblegum punk. The commercial shit. So, I'm sitting there, looking at this phone number, and I'm like, okay, what is he, and he goes, he does all the merch for MDK, and he does all the merch for GCW, he has a printing outfit. And he also runs the production. I'm like, oh. So I hit up fucking Mike. We start talking. And at the time, he's working for GCW. Now, I have no heat with GCW. And like I've said, when I first got back in... I reached out to Danny. We talked. It wasn't Danny ignored me. Me and Danny were texting. 
left voice messages. It was Danny who then decided he was going to fucking chastise me like I was a little fucking 12-year-old because somebody on the XPW wrestling message board talked about the kid that got paralyzed by John Wayne Murdoch. So, I talked to Mike, and he's like, you know, I could do the merch, I could do this. I'm like, well, how does it work? How how does this, you know, how, how does this happen? What do we do? Well, we'll have our art, and it's all very sketchy. It's all very basic. We're going to print shirts and then we'll eventually tell you what was sold. We'll eventually then pay you on what was, again, I don't run business like that. I've never been in a situation where I just have blind faith and there's always some type of control. Now, if somebody's going to say, hey, Rob, we're going to pay you $100,000 for a licensing deal. But that's not the case. It's, well, the shirts are going to cost $7. And then, of course, you get, and I was like, so that part. Never came to fruition. And then I said, well, production-wise. I go, what do we do on production-wise? I go, can you hook me? I go, you know, the streaming thing. I hear this is like the new thing. You could make money on this. I go, I got a thing with Fight. Kleinrock hooked me up with the, the owner over there. And he's down for XPW. He wants the old catalog. He wants. I go, but who are the guys? He goes, oh, I got that. I got you covered. What do you mean you got me covered? I got you covered. It's probably going to be in like the two to 2,500 range. But I got you covered. I'm like, oh, uh, okay. Well, as we're getting closer and closer and closer to the time of my show, I'm still not hooked up with a production guy. I'm still not hooked up with who he says he could put together because he's the gatekeeper. So now he tells me, hey man, who are you using for the show? I said, well, I'm thinking about using uh, 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 Atticus and, I, and I'm going through the list. 
I go, and Colin Delaney told me that I should get hooked up with uh, Matt Justice. And that Matt Justice is a big XPW mark growing up. Oh, well, I'm, I'm close with him. That, he's one of my boys. And I go, and Mance, oh, he's one of my boys too. Whenever GCW comes out here, they stay with me. They hang out at my house. Matter of fact, I'm in the process of putting together a talent agency. I go, oh? Like, what do you mean? Because I'm going to put together a talent agency. And I'm taking Mance. And I'm taking Matt Justice. I'm taking F.A. I go, F- I go, isn't that that gay character that basically is a revamped version of Angel? Yeah, yeah, that's my boy. Oh, you should use him. He, he'd be good in XPW. Oh, okay. You know what? If you're with me and you're using my guys and my talent agency, I can make that happen. Oh, okay. He goes, basically, I'm taking all the GCW guys. And I'm going to have this talent agency and I'm going to control what these guys make and I'm going to treat them fairly. Oh, okay. I go, does like, I don't know, Brett know this? Oh, please. Everybody hates Brett. No one likes Brett. Everybody that works for Brett thinks Brett's a piece of shit. I go, oh. Okay. Wow. Alrighty then. Did didn't know that. <laughs> I said alrighty then. Well, okay. I I'll I'll uh uh I guess I'll I'll you know if if I'm gonna use justice to them I'll talk. Yeah, dude. I'm the gatekeeper. Okay. Oh, okay. So that was basically then the introduction. Merch guy, gatekeeper to all of these GCW guys who are leaving Brett. And all the production. Huh. Oh, okay. So now, again, we're getting closer and closer to the time of my show. And I still don't have a production team that he was supposed to get me. So I happened to talk to Moose. And he mentions the GoPro team. Because I kept hearing that. Go, the GoPro. Michael Sesco. And I just reached out to Sesco myself. I went direct. So now, I talked to Sesco. 
And Sesco says to me, well, here's our deal. And it's, I think uh, it was, I think it was like a grand. And you get, you know, the producer who at the time was uh, Ash. Uh, He did a beautiful disaster. Ash. Jordan Ash or Ash something, whatever the fuck his name is. And I was like, oh, okay. And and so he, he, he breaks me down the, the the deal. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Well, this is the date. And Sesco's like, oh, yeah, you, we, we don't have anybody for that. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so now I talk back to Mike. And I'm like, hey, bro, uh, what's up, you know? Oh, you know, I'm still working. I said, dude, I already talked to Sesco. Oh, you did? I'm like, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, uh, what, what was, uh, what, what, what? So right there, it's like this whole process. I'm like, man, this is a fucking sketchy, fucking scheming motherfucker. And I'm talking to Colin. And I'm like, Colin, like, what's the whole thing with, Man, he's like, wow, what's, I don't know, he goes, they work for GCW, they work for everybody, they're not any, I go, oh, this dude, do you know Mike, he goes, I don't know who the fuck he is, I'm like, I don't know, dude, this dude acts like he is the fucking boss, he's like, ah, no, nah. and he goes, and, and Mance, and them, they're, they work for, who I, like, who I, I go, okay, So I hit up Kleinrock. I'm like, Kleinrock. I go, bro. All right. I go, you know your boy, that fucking Mike guy. He's like, oh, what? I go, ugh, dude, fucking nightmare, bro. And I go, and I, you know how I could feel when somebody's fucking, you know, one of those people that pretend they know all the shit, but they don't really know shit, or 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 they're not as powerful and as like. All-knowing Oz, as they say. I go, that's this dude. I go, he told me he was going to hook me up with the production team. He jerked me off for X amount of weeks. I finally got hooked up through somebody else for the GoPro guys. And he's booked. I go, dude, who the fuck? And he goes, I know someone. I go, who? He goes, Mike Moran. I go, who the fuck is that? He goes, he did our Extreme Rising show in Philly. I go, that show that you guys fucked everybody on? He goes, I didn't fuck anybody. But the guy that was... I go, but you were with the guy that fucked everybody. And he goes, well, I don't... I go, okay. I go, that guy. He goes, yeah, that, okay. He goes, but Mike Moran did that show, and he's really good. I'm going to see if I can get in touch with him and 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 see if he could do your shit. So I said, okay. So Kleinrock is the one that put me in touch with Mike Moran. After I'd been being jerked off, by not so fat Mike 
MDK Mike, alleged rapist Mike. So all those weeks, fucked almost two months, jerked up. So you see the history that I've had with this motherfucker. What did I say? Fuck me once. Right? Fuck me once. Shame on you. Fuck me twice. Shame on me. So now, I got Moran set. I got Raver set. And that's why, again, I laugh at all the controversy with Raver. Because at this time, Raver had already... Got into the situation. Where him. D'Amato's. Now girlfriend. That was Raver's ex. The fuck. That whole. Tangled web of. Raver's a piece of shit. He. 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 he Beat me up. All that had already happened. Like, that shit had already happened. I never knew about it. But that shit had already happened. And Raver was still working for people. Raver was still working for GCW. So I had Raver booked for the show. I had Mance and I had Justice tentatively booked for the show. Atticus booked for the show. Ricky Shane Page. Book for the show. Jake Christ. Book for the show. Or maybe Ricky wasn't booked for the show. Officially booked for the show. Colby Carino was officially booked for the show. And then the cancel bullshit started. Then the canceled bullshit started. And as people started to drop out, and I started to have to deal with all of that, I start getting the distance. Rather it's raver. Rather it's justice. 
Rather, it's man's. But at the time, nobody is saying we're going to cancel officially. And then they take to the internet. So again, Raver had already gone through his shit. He's now at GCW shows and having people from Jimmy Lloyd to Mance going, what are you going to do? Are you going to still do the show? Are you going to drop out of the show? What are you going to do? What's going to happen? What's going on? I'm calling Mance. I'm calling justice. So as far as I know, after it's all said and done, we have a certain amount of people that dropped off. We have a certain amount of people that stayed on. As far as I knew, Mance was still on and Justice was still on. And at this point, I do a mock-up poster. MDK all day Mike hits me up. Hey man, what's going on? So are you going to be able to wither the storm? I don't know, man. It's really tough. You know, kind of like rubbing the the face in the proverbial shit, so to speak. And I'm like, "No, nah, I think I'm going to be all right. I think this is going to, you know, we're, we're, we've gotten past it. We're we're I'm like, "I just made this poster." So I send him the poster. And I text him. I go, what do you think of the poster, man? And I get no text back. I get nothing. Like, I I hear nothing from him. And like a day later... Justice hits me up. He's like, hey man, I appreciate if you take me off that poster. We never agreed on this. We never agreed on that. I'm not sure if this... I'm like, uh, well, as far as I thought we were still a go, you never said no. Uh, No big deal. It's just a mock-up poster. Uh, yeah, how did you, like, see that poster? I was like, just... Um, MDK Mike showed it to me. I've been at his house. I'm like, wow. Huh. It's kind of 
weird. I'm like, oh, I, okay. Like, I go, nobody could have, like, talked to me yesterday. Like, like I thought we were all friends. Or I thought we were, you know, like, what the fuck? This is weird ass shit. And then from that point forward, didn't hear a fucking word from him, Mance, Justice, all of them. I was like, wow. And Raver still showed up. And again, this is one of those things that I know it's hard for people to kind of comprehend as it comes to Raver, but there was a sense of payback. And me going, you know what, man, this dude didn't have to do that show. He had a lot of heat on him from people saying, don't do the XPW show. And he did it. So when you point to the show where he came out and did that spot. And people were like, oh, you know, going to bat for me there's something to be said For taking that shot. Now I know we could sit there and, and, and throw stones at fucking Raver and, and so forth and so on. But like I've said before, there's a lot to that story that's never been flushed out. I told Raver before he needs to flush it out. He needs to do a, a, a sit down interview. And let everybody know the inner workings and the dynamics of that relationship and who was involved in the relationship from Danny to the fucking, uh, you know, the, the girlfriend to all of that. All of that. Because it puts a lot of things in perspective. But suffice to say. From that point forward, I never heard from Mike. Never heard from Mance. Never heard from Justice. Never heard from any of them. So the show goes on. We get through it. We get past it. And at some point, 
I don't know how many weeks or how many months. And I'm sure if I sit there and I look at the calendar, I could pinpoint exactly when my phone starts to blow up with people going, did you hear the story? I go, what story? They go, MDK Mike was just thrown out of GCW. I go, what? Go, he was just thrown out of GCW. I go, for what? What the fuck was he doing? Like, how do you, how do you get, I go, I thought this guy, I go, what did, what, what did Brett figure out that the guy was like trying to fucking scam all of his talent? What did he figure out that Brett was fucking trying to sandbag him? What, like, like, obviously, Brett must have figured out that dude was fucking conniving and maneuvering and scamming. And they're like, no, dude, he allegedly tried to fucking rape Brett's girlfriend. I'm like, what? I go, how the fuck does that happen? I go, wait a minute. I go, I go, that's fucking mind blowing. I go, that is fucking mind blowing. I go, what? Yeah, dude. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck him. I go, fuck him in his ass. I go, he's a fucking sneaky asshole anyways. If that's the case, I hope they fucking throw his ass in fucking prison. Fuck him. Fuck him in his ass. Fuck him in his other ass. Fuck him in his ear. Fuck him in his other ear. I go, that's what he fucking gets. That's what he fucking gets. For being a little scumbag to me. That's what he gets. That's called fucking karma. And that's legit. End of story. You are not an intricate part of a company. And then in the middle of the fucking night, you get your ass, not just thrown out, but like you get fucking escorted out. And again, this motherfucker, you have to keep at an arm's distance. You have to keep him at an arm's distance. I literally watched him exchange numbers 
with Danny the ref, you know, MAGA Danny. I watched him maneuver Lindsey Snow. I watched him try to maneuver Drake. I watched him try to maneuver Slack. Like, you can't get any lower of a fucking human being. Snaky, conniving motherfucker. To be a promoter, to then go to another promoter's show and try to fucking scam talent and maneuver talent at the motherfucker's show. And then try to use your name To try to get yourself over. And go. Oh well you know. Uh, we're going to have a. Uh, we, we have a working relationship. With uh, with with Rob. We're, we're working, to get, working together. Atticus is doing a fucking show. Atticus is doing a show. And. Slack is supposed to do a show in Michigan. That's not working. That doesn't mean you then tell all this talent that I pay a pretty good penny to be exclusive. Oh yeah, it's all right if you come out and work for me. it's 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 gonna be good. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And this is what I'm gonna give you. And this. So then, when I'm in my hotel room, I get Drake that goes. So Rob, uh, 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 Mike wants me to work for him on uh, such. I go what? I go wait a minute. Where's this guy? He said uh, you guys got a working uh, relationship together, and you guys got some big things going on. Big things going on. Ain't no fucking. What the fuck are you talking about? The fuck out of here. No, dude. This has been a year history. This is a year history. And what I mean by that is, of course, when the world is against them, I get the call. Hey, Rob. I go, oh, oh, you called me up. Hey, man, you know, I know what I did was wrong. I know the whole justice and man's thing. You know, I should have called. It's like a constant, I should have called you. I should have called you. But, you know, dude. Brett did me wrong. I didn't do anything that that he's saying I did. 
I didn't do any. I okay, okay, okay. Whatever, dude. I go all you know. Whatever. Again, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. This dude has been fucking me for the last year. But the goodness in me, the goodness in me, that fucking person inside me, that all you say is an evil, horrible person. That goodness inside me goes, okay, uh, 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 no problem. I, I I get it. Okay, we'll, we'll take that. I'll take that peace offering. Oh, you're going to help uh, with California. Okay, I'll take that as a peace offering. Even though I killed Fornia, let's fucking try to scam talent. Uh, again, it's a history. A history. But I'm always the bad guy. I'm always the villain in all of these stories. And all I want to do. Is run XPW. Create a good product. For all the fans. Our fans. And do our thing. And create. Somewhat. Of a fun place. For the boys and girls to work. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. But what I will not do. Is let people. Create a narrative. That is false. Misleading. And untruthful. I will never let. Other people. Define who I am. And I will always correct the record. Because in the past, I let shit go. In the past, I let shit go. And I let people define who I was. And before you knew it, this rumor and that rumor and this bullshit and that bullshit takes hold. And here we are in 2023 and I'm constantly fighting shit that was said about me that was straight up false from 10 or 12 or 15 years ago, but because I ignored it. It took shape, became part of the fabric of the wrestling folklore.
And so in turn, rather it's, oh, Rob Black went to prison for making snuff movies. Or wacky bullshit like that. And so, I will never, ever let somebody define who I am. And that's why I go nuclear on anybody who tries to put out a narrative that is false. So when someone goes, Rob Black is a bully, I will fucking challenge that and say, how do you figure? Rob Black starts fights. How do you figure? Because every single situation that involves every single worker or fucking promoter has never been me starting the situation. It's always stemmed from said person doing said thing and me reacting. And then once I react, that person clutches their fucking pearls, jumps up on their soapbox, and starts screaming the victim. End of story. So, I'm never going to let somebody define who I am. And I've given this fuckhead chance after chance after chance. Right down... To using me to get Danny D'Amato's storyline over while I'm getting fucking married. So, yeah, you got me there. You and Jordan... And your quote-unquote partners were all able to get a good laugh while I was getting married. Touche. And you were all able to get a good laugh in the week leading up. But. 
I hope that that laugh satisfied the craving. I hope it was everything. That you expected it to be. Because for that, you now have an enemy for life. All good. And, and, come Chicago. All these guys, including Atticus, are going to either not show up to prove me wrong, which in turn will fuck Mr. D'Amato up, or... They will all show up, which will prove me right, and everybody will be able to say, you guys were trying to work us all, Rob called it, he was right, you guys were wrong. And then people like Schlack, who goes, no, 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 he's, he's, no, it's not, it's not a work, it's, it's, no, it's not a work. Now those guys, the boys, will go, wow, really? Really? So all your bitching and moaning about, Danny not treating you right and treating you good is a fucking work. Oh. So I guess we'll see. It's going to be exciting at that show. To see... Who's going to show up? Because we already saw the Bev is going to be on the July show. Hey, Vincent Squealy, are you going to be in L.A.? You tell me. You tell me. You tell me. Because I'll tell you, if you go to Problematic, you're going to see Schlack defend the King of the Deathmatch Championship against Big Lou Nixon.
And if you go to problematic, you're going to see big fucking Joe take on Judge Joe Dredd. So I don't know. There's two matches. How about that, Vincent? Okay? How's that, Vincent Squealy? And fucking Andy Lawler, who's been conspicuously quiet. When you're listening to this show tomorrow, motherfucker, make that as your update. Schlack defends the Kayla Duckmatch Championship. Against Big Lou Nixon. And Big Fucking Joe. Versus the Judge. Exactly, Dylan. Motherfucker. So there, there's two matches. Okay? There's two matches announced for Probla fucking Matic. And, oh yeah, by the way, Tessa fucking Blanchard will be in the house. The question is, who will she be fighting. One win doesn't get you a shot. At the XPW World Heavyweight Championship. Or does it? Women's Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> <laughs> Problematic, ladies and gentlemen. The match card's going to be coming fast and fucking heavy tomorrow. So brace yourselves. You're going to see a whole bunch of new faces. Okay? You're going to see a whole bunch of new faces. So get ready. Because we are done. Put a fork... In the circle jerks, put a fucking fork in these cunts, because it's over. It's time to move the fuck on. Problematic, you're going to get your fucking tickets. And you're going to buy your fucking tickets, because ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. We have a lot of big announcements coming up. And I can't tip it all off right away. But when I tell you. We have some exciting things. That are in the works. And some of those exciting things. Involve. An XP. 
W club. And part of that club is going to be special shows that will be here in Rochester, New York. But they won't be open to the public. You won't be able to buy a ticket. It's part of a special club. And it's not a pro wrestling live event. It's a goddamn fucking movie. Get your fucking tickets for problematic. Get your mother fucking tickets for problematic. Matt Smith, it's in my backyard. It's gonna be huge. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.